1: can't no more, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road, I'm gonna Kill. ride Kill. till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached, head is matted black, got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse, you can whip your horse. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch. now nah. can't nobody feel me. That, of course, is the song Old Town Road. I say, of course, because to not have heard it by now, you would have had to not only not ever listen to a radio or go shopping or go to a baseball game. They play baseball games all the time now. So you would have had to isolate yourself considerably from society, even more than most public radio listeners do. And it's quite possible that that's the song of the summer. We're going to talk about that. Uh, I think we kind of don't want it to be, but we'll tell you why that is too. Uh, And I'll tell you who we is in just a second. But let me first of all just say, The Song of the Summer, it's a show we've done every year since 2000. I'm looking at the list right here uh, 2011 2011 when the song of the summer was party rock anthem by LMFAO That should have discouraged us from ever doing it again The fact that party rock anthem was the song of the summer the first time we did it We should have thought well, well let's never do this again, but that was not our reaction We've done it every year since then uh, And I have a couple little things I, I want to tell, tell you before we get going one of them is That you know, we have done our best to clean up all these songs um, with the possible exception of a song called Busy Pamper, uh, which we I don't know. Well, when we get to that, I'll give you some warning. If you're in the car with kids, you can turn it down. Although, to tell you the truth, if your kids can figure out what's being said in this song, they have a future that's far brighter than mine. Uh, And what else do I need to tell you? Okay, so the notion of the song in the summer, just to remind you all, it isn't the song you like, it isn't the song isn't your favorite song, it isn't a song from the past that reminds you of, of summer, it's none of those things. It's a consensus choice, it's something that emerges from the pack and comes to define the summer. Um, last, well, let's not even talk about last year, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, two years ago it was Despacito, two years before that it was Cheerleader, even though the commissioner whom you're about to meet told me it couldn't be, uh, Fancy by Iggy Azalea in 2014, Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke in 2013, you know how that one turned out. So on and on. There is a song of the summer, usually. And the other thing that I have to tell you about is that although we try to treat this as scientifically as we possibly can, we have done a bad job of planning for Drake. There's just no question (laughs) that Drake has confused us twice and has, has... tinctured and tainted our results. All right. Now, uh, having said all that, I have to introduce you to our panel. First of all, the aforementioned commissioner, Brendan J. Sullivan, the commissioner of the Song of the Summer, writer, producer, DJ, best known for his work with Lady Gaga and the book Rivington was ours. His Every Song of the Summer video series has garnered over 52 million views online, uh, making her debut. The other two people are making their debuts. Abby Govindan, a recent Fordham grad and stand-up comedian in, in, in New York City and has performed all over the world, Sam Haddleman, who's been the host of many shows, most of them uh, either on Stetson University Radio or on WNHH. He's currently the host, very fittingly, I think, of the Sam Haddleman Show, um, but also a recent college <laughs> graduate from, uh, from Stetson. So we're ready to go. Although I think I should just, we should say Sam and I are sitting in New York. I have a terrible cold. You probably picked that up by now. Um, And uh, Abby and the commissioner are in New York. Uh, We usually do this in a kind of two city way. I think I need to throw it to the commissioner. Anything you want to say to set the tone before we plunge into this?
0: Uh, um, I do have to say I'm excited for Old Town Road this summer. Originally, I thought maybe it was just too easy. But at this point, it's just barely hanging on that we could have a truly original creation. I mean, we can debate about that. Uh, Leading the pack going into the summer where usually there are some other songs that we do not ever want to hear again that are getting played at the same time.
1: Right. Some years we have a conversation about what's going to be number two or can such and such a thing be dethroned. I think years when that's happened, Despacito was so firmly lodged in first place. We kind of knew there was no moving it. Uh, and same thing if you go way, way back to Call Me Maybe. Call Me Maybe really mm-hmm. had its hooks into this thing and there was just no getting it out. But Yeah, I don't fancy know, too. But yeah, fancy too, although, well, we could talk about that later. But okay. yes, fancy. Um, so those are, you know, sometimes we have that problem. Uh, and so I don't know if we have that problem this year with Old Town Road. It sounds to me like you wouldn't be unhappy. Be if Old Town Road was the song of the summer
0: it's a genuinely wonderful creation to come out of the internet this isn't Nashville radio this isn't Atlanta hip-hop this is uh, I mean the story behind the song is so good that that element alone is something that we have to think of as an engine that drives it this is a song made from a, a YouTube playlist a stolen beat uh, that just blew up virally in the best way from from someone who was studying internet culture and trying trying to force this to happen. And then at the same time, as soon as it went to number one on country radio, Billboard pulled it off the charts for not having enough elements of country style. On that same day, Billy Ray Cyrus's wife played it for him, and he asked if he could be a part of the remix for that. So if you're kicking Billy Ray Cyrus off country radio, you have picked a fight with someone you don't want to pick a fight with at that point. And it has been number one since it came out on April 13th, which is pretty amazing.
1: All right, let's hear from the other panelists, too. Uh, Abby, how are you feeling about everything that he just said?
2: Um, I totally agree, and I think that uh, the special thing about Lil Nas X is that you root f- you want to root for him. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys follow him on social media. He's uh, genuine. He engages with his audience. Um, he really knows how to meme. That kid can meme like mm-hmm. I've never seen before. Uh, he's young. He's cute. Everyone's rooting for him, from Billy Ray Cyrus to Rihanna. Um to Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, you know? Um, But I do, uh, that being said, I do think that uh, Old Town Road, uh, has some strong competitors as contender for Song of the Summer, only because uh, when you hear the song, it doesn't really invoke this feeling of summer. Um, yeah. So I admire Lena X. I admire everything he's done. The song is phenomenal, but I would not say that it is the song of this summer.
1: Well, Sam Haddelman host of The Sam Haddleman Show, the... Um the first time we had a conversation on the air about Old Town Road, you had not graduated from college, and you were not host of The Sam Haddleman Show. So that's how long this thing's been on the charts.
3: Yeah, um, the only gripe I have with it, I, I, let me start off by saying I absolutely love the song. I loved its inception. It's kind of like one of the first songs since around the Chief Keefe era to really get born straight off the internet. Like he had no backing, no no industry backing. He's not an industry plant. He is someone who is making songs couch to couch from his family's like houses trying to just get something to pop off, studying Twitter, studying social media. But as for original, that's the one thing I'd say. It, it isn't. Um, even Lil Nas X has acknowledged this himself. The first person to really do country rap was UGK, but the... The person who really originated the style is Young Thug. Young Thug came out with an entire country album called Beautiful Thugger Girls, which Lil Nas X said is the direct influence for this. But yeah, I'd say it's probably the song of the year, let alone the song of the summer.
1: Yeah, I didn't really get into it until the Abby Govindan TikTok video. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to pretend I'm not old. I'm trying to pretend (laughs) I know about things like TikTok videos. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, Commissioner.
0: Uh, one thing I would like to say is that I, I, I agree with the same as saying uh, about its antecedents are of country rap but what's driving it right now is not country rap which is a genre that I can't say if we have any you know huge fans of in the world or people who crate dig for country rap I would say that its antecedents are two part one is songs with a stupid dance to them so that is Gangnam Style, Whip, Nay Nay, even Drake's In My Feelings which won before and to some extent Blurred Lines also a winner these are songs when you put them on Literally, people in the room start to move, even if they're doing the dance as a joke or or to, like, make someone laugh, that kind of thing. That's a hook and another engine that's going to keep driving it throughout the summer.
1: All right. So uh, we should uh, – well, Abby has said that uh, correctly, that there, of course, there are, there are other contenders. It's possible people – I mean uh- – you know, uh, the commissioner brought up "Fancy." I have always contended that "Fancy" uh, by uh, Iggy Azalea got off to a really strong start. It had been on the charts. It seemed like a prohibitive favorite, and then people kind of lost interest in it about halfway through the summer. And other things became more important. I would say Megan Trainers all about that bass might have been the song of the summer for August or something. It just yeah. sometimes they just can't keep going if they started yeah. too early. That might happen with this. So let's talk about. Uh, well, let's first of all let's go to one of uh, Sam's. Uh, I'm going to skip over "Sug" for just a second. Uh, this is Earthquake by Tyler the Creator and Play- Playboy Cardi. I happen to know that Playboy Cardi is a big favorite of the host of the Sam Hattleman show.
0: For real, for real
3: and
1: Right, Sam, give us the pitch on this.
3: Uh, it's a It could be a crossover hit. The only thing that's really holding it back is Tyler's relationship with the radio. If you remember from his early days, he had a lot of offensive and grotesque lyrics and he kind of broke every relationship he could with radio. But I think that A, because this is a breakup song and breakup songs thrive in the summer. And I think that B, because it's something that could not only appeal to me, but I feel like it could appeal to your generation. Uh, I like the way he just did
1: that too. He pointed at me when he said that. I don't
3: know. I, I, my, my mom, my mom loved
1: it this morning. So that's all, that, that's, that's No, the only I actually I, I do like it, and it. it you know, it, you're absolutely right. Actually, that songs that are appealing to people like me with one foot in the grave, they tend to have some kind of sound to <laughs> them the that you know that I recognize from say Curtis Mayfield or something like that. I could probably work even harder and kind of pin down what that sounds like to me. But it, it does sound a little bit like a slow jam song. For from, you know, from way back when. And Tyler's
3: just such a classic artist. I mean, he produces and arranges all of his own music. Um, he's someone who really cares about his craft and having someone like Playboy Cardi on here who appeals to the under 18 TikTok generation as well, if it just gets a little bit more radio play, possibly a big surge in the charts, I could definitely see this being one of the more popular songs in the entire summer. I have songs well, on... It's on, actually yeah, go ahead, pretty Abby. high on the...
2: Uh, well, yeah, sorry. I was just looking at the Spotify uh, charts before I came here. It's pretty high on the list actually in terms of uh, streams and it's getting, uh, I think, close so 2 million streams a day uh, worldwide. And also just on the subject of Tyler, the creator, um, I think he has the summer sound down for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, if you guys recall, he um, he dropped Flower Boy during the summer and it just kind of defined the rest of the summer. Um, the aesthetic on that album and uh just the tonal sound and the direction that he went artistically. I think uh yeah. I'm 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 gunning for earthquake for uh song of the summer.
1: All right. Um, well, good and pick, good pick. nice analysis too, I Abby. Mean, boy, you can do this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. So, commissioner, any thoughts here?
0: Oh, uh when that when the when the song really hits, uh, I can imagine. I was I was DJing in the Hamptons last weekend at a, at a resort called Sole East in Montauk, and it's people coming inside, outside. It's hot out, and I can just imagine the dance floor is hot, and people want to move, but it, it is still summer. But a song like this, you can sway and groove to. You don't have to have your feet on the floor the whole time. You're you're going for it. So some some things like that just strike the right note. Yeah.
1: Oh. I mean for me it's you know, having had a knee replacement this year, I, I look for songs like that that I can just kind of sway to and appear to be dancing. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so, there, so, so there's all of that, yeah, and I think there, there's a necessity for Tyler to kind of reacclimate himself with the human race and become a little bit more woke. Uh, <laughs> and less I'm going to more Stevie Wonder. There you go. Perfectly put, Sam. Uh, all right, so let's do one of uh, Abby's. We're going to uh, start at the top of her list. This is Cross Me uh, by a relatively unknown artist named Ed Sheeran uh, <laughs> and featuring Chance the Rapper.
0: Anything she needs, she can call me. Don't worry about it, that's my seed, that's all me. Just know if you cross her, then you cross me. Cross me, cross me. With you, with you, with you, with you. If you, if you, if if you, you cross her, her then you cross me. me.
3: With no other man. Now what you not gonna do? Is stand there cross for me like you got kung fu? that's scare cross arm running your mouth like a faucet, no. but
0: y'all know that my girl been doing CrossFit. fit pop, hit your with a cross kick, pulling
3: air out, way out.
1: I would like to point out that our show, The Colin McEnroe Show, is Ed Sheeran Positive. We really have done a number of very positive shows about Ed Sheeran, and will continue to do so, no matter how how much other people decide that <laughs> he's this Un- kind of...
2: Undoubtedly, let me just say, as the person who nominated the song, undoubtedly, Ed Sheeran is talented. He's yeah. a talented he's man. He's a
0: very talented man. I just
2: think, uh, I just think he's overplayed, and uh, it's easy to get sick of his songs really easily. Like, uh, Perfect, I mean, when that fong- song first came out, it felt revolutionary. Um, but then, like, the radio was only playing Perfect for, like, four or five months, and by the end of that period, every time he came on the radio, I was, like, ready to kill someone. I
0: think he's the millennial Neil Diamond.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Excellent exactly. songwriter.
0: Writer, oh, yeah. Not exactly uh, someone I'd want to see every day, but
3: yeah. I, I don't understand why we're posing Ed Sheeran as the underdog and like no. at, at least for me pop music is supposed to be overplayed. That's kind of the whole point of the genre So to have someone <laughs> like Ed Sheeran like I rock with Ed Sheeran I've never had an issue with him from the A-team to Lego house like I listen to Ed Sheeran I just don't want anyone else to know I listen to Ed Sheeran. I'm like, I'm
1: not yeah, like yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it you, something that's brag about, yeah you Just kind of wrecked that yeah. but, um. yeah,
2: but I think what I think what really makes this song is Chance the Rapper. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I love I love Chance the Rapper You really can't go wrong with the Chance feature Um, And just his voice and uh, his lyrics just like lend to such perfection in every song that he's featured on. And uh, I also like this direction that a lot of male artists are going uh, in with uh, kind of with their love songs, which is um, kind of poising the woman as the powerhouse of the relationship. Hmm. Um, I think it's really endearing. I think it's adorable. Um, And I mean, I don't know. I can't sing Chance's praises enough, quite honestly. Um, I think that I think it's kind of crazy that... um, I mean, he hasn't won... Song of the Summer in previous years, but uh, that can be remedied. That can be remedied. I am sticking through for Cross Me.
0: Um, Also, I really like that verse where it just turns into kung fu fighting. I mean, that's just a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So this might be a good point, Commissioner. There's like several things, you know, we try to have new things happen on the show every year. So this is the first time we've done the show after a major presidential debate, uh, which appears to have affected the thinking of one of our panelists. First, I think this is the first show we've ever done where one of the artists that we will feature is in jail right now. I mean, I think that's the first time, right? You never know. Oh, yeah, it's one of Abby's artists. But oh, so um,
2: yes, so yes. Um,
1: so, uh, so, do you want to do your debate thing, Commissioner? Yeah.
0: So I was watching the debates last night, like a lot of us were. Ten people on the stage. We get ten more tonight, and. You keep hearing the same points over and over again. And there's a certain point where you see, you know, guys in the same blue suit and a tie. You know, you, you you keep hearing the same thing over and over again. So you can't really differentiate. So it's hard to find out when you're hearing something like refreshing and summer should be re- refreshing. So last night I was watching debates expecting, you know, our mayor Bill de Blasio to kind of embarrass himself. But he did really stand out from a a herd, a herd of people that he mostly agreed with. And I think a problem we have in Song of the Summer is that every year kind of has a sound to it. Mm -hmm. And right now we have Sad Boy with guitar as a sound. (laughs) And so it's kind of hard to differentiate the Ed Sheerans of the world from, you know, the other people that I can't tell the difference... That they're not endearing.
1: Oh. Sean Mendez Sam Smith. Yeah, yeah they're all. Um, oh, hey,
2: hey, hey, now. Because oh. when you put Shawn them all together Mendes. and
0: they're all doing the same thing, it's hard to say which one is doing it so great that they yeah. deserve to, you know, to have a year, a summer named after yeah. them. We're not going to
1: play the Sean Mendes song. I've promised uh. people we're not going to do that. I oh, should yes. say that another thing we're going to do, not going to do today, is play the uh, uh, the new Tay-Tay song, just because we played it last Friday and discussed it extensively. Thank you. And oh. thank you. Um,
3: <laughs> much appreciated. But I, I think my only issue with this song actually is Chance, and I think Chance is the reason why I wouldn't be song of the summer chance is one of those people that's allergic to the charts like he just dropped his first single for his debut album that he's been building up for around five years everything else he's come out with that are mixtapes and groceries didn't even hit the top hundred billboard first week mm-hmm. chance, I think chances independence has kind of severed his relationship with the radio much like Tyler the Creator so but, is, but is I just...
0: chance like a like a Mark Wahlberg figure like he, <laughs> he can't be a leading man but he's the great feature
1: Um, No, I
2: wouldn't say that. (laughs) Um, He is famously, um, he likes being the underdog uh, for sure, and and it's worked really well for him, but... uh, I don't know. I I agree that uh I agree on the front that like Chance does not get uh the appreciation that he deserves when it comes to charts and radio play. But I feel like uh he definitely deserves um crowning king song of the summer just like at least one year. One of these years mm-hmm. he'll get it. If if not this year then the next because he just his his um his genre is just so summery, you can, know. Can I
0: ask is I always wonder about this in music. We want we, of course we want a pop singer we want someone to be on top, but is there something to be said about having your own private world with a singer? Like, you root for Chance the Rapper, you love Chance, you've heard all of his songs, and you dig deep into them in a way that gives you a connection. Like So, when I was in the Hamptons last weekend, I had dinner with the owner's family, and his daughter, Cassandra, was telling me all about this group, Why Don't We?, and how they're nothing like the Jonas Brothers, and they have this whole universe about them, and they call their fans limelights, and it gave her... This whole universe that was hers and it wasn't like sitting in the family car, you know, in the station wagon where uh, your older brother always gets to pick the music. It was like hers and hers alone, like sort of like being in your room when you're a kid where no one can bother you.
1: Right. I, I, by the way, just watched last night a movie called Juliet Naked, which is entirely about that phenomenon of having a kind of universe with a particular uh, artist. In this case, played by Ethan Hawke, of all people. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. so, Abby, I have to say I really like this song a lot. And I, I, so, I also can, it's different enough that I could sort of see people getting up to dance for this one, too. Uh, I think it's a really good choice. Now, we're going to play one more song here before we take a break. This is one that the commissioner and I both like, which is often not a good sign really (laughs) um but um and whether it says summer or not is also a whole other separate issue um but uh and it also could be that we just don't have any ability to resist a song by an irish american artist with a history of psychiatric problems but here's uh billy eilish with bad guy So, Commissioner, I'm going to have you pitch this one, but I will say that apropos of the conversation we just had, in some ways, you can only have an individual relationship with Billie Eilish because <laughs> yeah. she is talking very specifically to you and not to anybody else, which might, in fact, hamper the sort of groupness that is the song of the summer. Like we're all kind of enjoying Robin Thicke pretty much at the same time in the same way. Anyway, you go ahead.
0: Well, the the you know the the. Her antecedents in this is poetry and in the apostrophe form, the one directed specifically to one individual, the U form. This is this kind of song you can groove to in your car. Your whole car might be facing the same way and grooving it to it together, which is different than two people dancing face to face in a way. But it has a great groove. This was when I was uh, going over my set list and my girlfriend asked, what, is your, what are your picks this year? I played a bunch of tunes that she had never heard before, and this was the one she grooved to right away. First second you hear it.
1: Yeah, I think that, that you know, for a, for a long time you've been saying it's got to start in the first three seconds.
0: Yeah, you want a response from the crowd. From my perspective in the DJ booth, I want a response from the crowd the second I throw it on.
1: All right, I want to hear from Sam and Abby. Sam is like, his body language is telling yeah. me he has something he needs to say. I, lo- I love Billie Eilish. I, <laughs>
3: like, I... It, can I give a, a quick rant? So Billie Eilish, I think she's really successful, and I mentioned him earlier, t- kind of why Chief Keefe is successful. They both know how to communicate their trauma at such a young age in such a good way, but it's just so different. like The thing that's plaguing the suburban community the most is mental health, and Billie Eilish is kind of the voice of that young Generation Z trauma, and I feel like Chief Keef is kind of the same way for violence in Chicago, and that's kind of why I like her, just her ability to communicate such a widespread trauma in such a way that you even bop your head to it, to so this girl's like desperation, this girl's depress- depressive symptoms. It's, it's an art in itself to make you want to move to a song that's so sad. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Abby?
2: Uh, yeah, Billie Eilish, I think, is walking performance art. She's uh, insane. She's so talented, uh, insane in a good way. I mean, um, she's extremely talented. Uh, in regards to song of the summer, I wouldn't, I would quite call her a summer aesthetic. But uh, in saying <laughs> that, I definitely do not mean to undermine uh, her accomplishments because uh, this song again doesn't invoke a feeling of summer. It more invokes a feeling of like you just found out your husband of thirty years is cheating on you <laughs> with, the, with the next That's door this neighbor's seventeen year. Feels like, year old yeah. daughter, you know. Uh yeah, so um but I mean yeah like you said Brendan uh commissioner um, this rain this year has been kind of a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe maybe um, I don't know maybe the song is more summary than we intend for it something than she I, intended for it to be.
0: Yeah something I think about is that Song of the Summer is not the song we want, it's the song we deserve. <laughs> so if <laughs> like if, Batman? Yeah like yeah if if you imagine a movie written about this pivotal year of 2019, you know, 10 years from now, you know, a a kid growing up and it's summer vacation and their parents make them go to blank. The Song of the Summer is the song that we'll be playing on the radio and we might cringe when we hear it in the future, but at the time it was just what was going on.
1: Right. So I, I just want to say, Abby, just because you don't intend to spend the entire summer indoors uh, doesn't mean Billie Eilish and I don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, That's a very so. good I
1: feel like this is one of her more upbeat songs, too. Usually her songs are a little more somber, so right. I, I don't yeah. know. I,
3: I, I'd have to disagree. I think that this song is a perfect
1: song for the summer. Let's get some bop. All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll come back with more of this excellent panel. We're back, it's the Song of the Summer show. We're trying to predict what the Song of the Summer, not your favorite Song of the Summer, the Song of the Summer, one song to rule them all, one song to bind them is gonna be. Uh, We're the commissioner of the Song of the Summer, Brendan J. Sullivan, writer, producer, DJ, uh, known for his work with Lady Gaga, the book Rivington was ours, and his every Song of the Summer video series has garnered over 52 million views online. Sam Haddleman in studio with me right now, uh, now kind of getting to be a regular on the Colin McEnroe Show, uh, and the host of the Sam Hattleman Show on WNHH in New Haven. And making an incredibly auspicious debut is Abby Govindan, recent Fordham grad stand-up comedian in NYC who has performed all over the world and I can tell you already was born to do the Song of the Summer Show. I hope you're coming back next year. Don't get too famous. Abby, we need you next summer. <laughs> oh, uh,
2: man, I'm so honored. I will definitely be back here next summer.
1: All right, well, to honor you even more, we're going to pick one of your songs next to talk about. This is the song uh, featuring a duo, one half of whom is currently in the lockup. Uh, this <laughs> is yeah. Act Up by City Girls.
0: Real Big Birkin bag, five six figures. Right, to my, so he called his nigga. Known as scamming, rich, rich. Same group of, same old ass.
1: Okay, alarmingly, Sam Haddleman has been doing the entire song here in the studio word for word, including all the stuff that was bleeped, which is a lot of stuff. We had to bleep a lot of stuff on this song. <laughs> but so, the radio
0: version is very. Wait,
2: um, can people hear me laughing through the? Through no, this No,
1: people can hear me saying all the words,
3: they definitely can hear you laughing. Yeah, <laughs> so
2: I lost it in the middle of that song because the radio edit of that song is so funny, obviously, because yeah. it's such an explicit song. Um, but uh, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and give you my pitch on the song. Pitch it. <laughs> Okay, so um, I know that when we initially uh, exchanged emails, Colin, um, you were kind of uh, skeptical about this song, but here's the reason that I think that this is unequivocally the song of the summer, is because of how much it has dominated internet culture. Um, So if any of you guys are present on Twitter, which is actually, um, fortunately enough, how I got my start in comedy, um, a lot of people have been putting this song as a... Background to videos that are uh, that just make it kind of ridiculous. Like I know uh, before the Game of Thrones finale, there was uh, when people were rooting for Sansa Stark to to sit on the Iron Throne. They were editing videos of her with this background. Um, Also, the City Girls are a very up and coming duo. Um, They've gotten a co-sign by Lil Yachty, uh, Lil Uzi Vert, and uh, Drake, most notably. Um, And it's so much so in this song alone. They've built a brand that uh, they they have coined this term that's kind of caught on fire um, on social media called uh, quote unquote City Girl Summer. So City Girl Summer is um indicative of a summer where you kind of hoe, hoe around. Can I say hoe on the radio? Uh, you <laughs> sleep around, live your best life. Um, you and wear whatever you want. You wear whatever you want. Yeah, you don't commit to anyone. You don't fall in love. You don't catch feelings. Um, and uh, kind of in that same vein, um, another song that I pitched, which I don't think made made the cut, was a Megan Thee Stallion song, and she's uh, definitely built her brand very no, similarly. We got that
1: We got that here. I don't know if we'll get to it. We're going to go faster if we're going to get to it. But yeah, we got the, 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 the song you pitched with her, too.
2: Oh, perfect, yeah. So, um, yeah, so City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion, the reason I love them so much is because they've built this brand of, like, being single, loving life, living your best life, not being tied down to anyone. Um, it did recently come out that one of the City Girls was pregnant and that Megan Thee Stallion is in a relationship, so uh, they're very much building this brand while not living up to the words. But that's that's a that's a conversation for another podcast episode. It's However, your second kid with the
0: yeah, same guy. Uh, yeah. It's just her boyfriend, you know. <laughs> they're not married or anything.
3: I, I'm, yeah. I'm a proud City boy. I love the City Girls. But the yeah, – uh, actually, fun fact, Lil <laughs> yeah. Lil Yachty wrote this entire song except for the last verse. Uh, no, yeah. co-sign. Yeah, Yachty wrote the entire thing for them. Yeah, he um, does for them. My, my only pushback would be I think this song is so old that I don't think they'll have a resurgence in the summer I think it's kind of reached the last part of its popularity like it's been so hot for so long JT
0: has been in prison since July 2018 100%. and for credit card cre-
1: for credit card fraud we should say she didn't credit shoot anybody one of Sam's picks did shoot somebody but and maybe <laughs> yeah. for good reasons, but self-defense. Yeah. self-defense self-defense yeah so uh, yeah she's it's credit card fraud I love the song I obviously know every word
3: <laughs> I I yeah it's
2: such a good song yeah I see what you're saying Sam in terms of uh, it's kind of reaching the end of its peak, but I do think that in terms of "Song of the Summer," it, it has a good sound, it has um, a good flow, it has good lyrics. Uh, thank you, Lil Yachty, and or er, Lil Yachty or Lil Uzi, who wrote it? Lil uh, Yachty, 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 right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's kind of built this brand, which I think uh, in the age of internet um, fame, right? Like Lil Nas X uh, became famous on the internet. Um, it really is if you build a brand and you make something that people can use as a punchline, you really do. Um, Kind of jump the gun um, on other artists who don't have that art down, and I think that inadvertently, the City Girls have uh, really become uh, kind of the essence of internet culture and what it can do for your career. So, all right,
1: we're going to continue in that vein, and we're going to play a song that hasn't even been released, but people oh, are using it. The, and people are using it the same way that Abby's describing, using it uh, on videos and memes and stuff like that. Um, and we've never done this before. Played a song that's never been released. Um, w- that being the case, we don't have a clean radio edit of it, as I said at the beginning. It may be that there's some words in there, including the N-word, that will come out if you got kids in the car and you're worried about that. First of all, I couldn't understand a word anybody was saying in the song, but uh, you know, but like if you're worried about that, just turn the radio down for like 60 seconds or something. Uh, You might even want to turn it down before you say say the title. I love the title. It's called Pissy Pamper. Uh, uh, And it's just fun to say Pissy Pamper, too. And I may get in trouble for saying it, but I don't care. I mean, Julian Castro said it last night. He didn't say Pissy Pamper. he didn't say Pissy Pamper, <laughs> but he, he did use the that part of that word. Uh, and uh, so it's by Young Nudy and uh, uh, Playboy Cardi. It's actually also called Kid Cuddy, yeah, right? Yeah, it, that, was, that
3: was the leaked snippet. People really called it Kid Cuddy. But yeah. then when the actual file came out, it was called Pissy Pamper.
1: All right. You get to see Pissy Pamper one more time. That's all about <laughs> um, All right, let's play it. Gotta keep my girl, when I see them call, call. you know I have my gun. I have my middle <laughs> finger. Oh, yeah, always on my glass, so on my blood. To the R. We
0: gon' pop at ball. pop at. pop it drop and drop Couple body do doce it They be talking about it But don't know who be, donin'. They know who be doing it nigga be talkin' They let me squeeze Let me
3: squeeze X-D. xd, Let me squeeze The Glob C 30, Meaded
2: Me 30. Yeah Hang up about that what <laughs> bitch please okay. man. Walk in you gotta walk
3: You gotta talk
2: Nigga, be a Put you in the dirt.
1: All right, before we get in even more trouble, I'm going to fade it down. Um, so. Uh, this th- this has not been released, uh, Sam. I think partly because of um, sampling issues, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. It's that it's that like waning keyboard in the background, and uh, the part that's really getting a lot of traction is Playboy Cardi's part, which mm-hmm. is about to come up in the song. It's uh. I don't know, just so relaxing. There's just something about it that's really caught the internet's eye. I'm a big snippet person, but I've kind of lost hope in like looking at snippets because it always just fails me. The song never comes out, mm-hmm. but this song actually ended up coming out, and I've just seen it everywhere.
1: On, it got onto Spotify. It got leaked yeah, onto Spotify,
3: it got, it got and that's how it blew up. On, right? It got leaked onto Spotify, and it was vi- it was uh, Spotify's viral number one hit in like a week. Uh, there's Cardi in the background. Yeah. You can kind of
1: you, you want to like here, yeah, we can bring him back up.
3: and that and just that baby voice is so interesting and it's really caught the youth's ear I think that it's going to be. If it ever gets released, it'll be the most popular song of the summer, no doubt in my mind.
1: Right. I think it was the theory was it's supposed to be on his most recent, uh, the most recent album, but then didn't make it for whatever reason. Yeah. I guess because this, so that that piano is actually from a 1980s track by a Japanese singer, and I guess they don't have the rights to it, so that's why it hasn't been released. But yeah,
3: just such a weird case where the song hasn't been released, but it's already just taking over the internet.
1: All right, let's get the New York City reaction. How about you, Abby?
2: Uh, I really like it. I really like the synth in the background. Uh, Playboy Cardi's voice is so—it's uh, so unique. And um, as Sam said, just the way he—the baby voice is so um it's fun to listen to um and i think the uh contrast between the vocals and the background music is also um something that uh a lot of people attempt but they don't really get right but i think this song really really gets right so yeah, that's it has exciting
0: an, it has an earworm quality to it yeah. uh, a couple of years ago someone uploaded a trap remix of the kids tv show theme for little einsteins i remember that yeah and yeah. it really blew up people had it Everywhere. It has it, I guess that scene would be Little Mama playing sort of schoolyard tracks that, yeah. that are just catchy, that you don't you know, you don't need a synth and a microphone to play. You can just be on the beach playing it. That has a lot of summer potential for that.
1: So one of the commissioner's theories is, you know, new faces do better unless it's Drake. Drake blows up everything. Drake ru- Drake <laughs> ruins everything. But, you know, otherwise new faces uh, do a little bit better. So I was saying going into this that I thought it was kind of the year of Lizzo that way. Not that she's that new a face, but people are who don't follow it all that closely are finding out who Lizzo is. Um, so we're going to play a song. It's on the commissioner's list. Uh, we're going to uh, let him talk a little bit about it after we play it. It's called Truth Hurts. Yeah. Song uh, "Truth Hurts" by Lizzo just got the uh, coveted and unexpected uh, Kyone Wolf" song in the summer vote. Just now, breaking Ooh. news. This all just right. in. So uh, go ahead, Commissioner.
0: You know, there's a lot of things I like about this song. Taylor Swift came out with a a track that did pretty well last week, and she blew pretty much everything off the charts. All the Ed mm-hmm. Sheerans and the Shawn Mendes—they're all, you know, c- going down this week. This is the only track that's actually on the rise right now. "Old Town Road" is number one, and this is number 14, and it's still moving. Um, it hits a lot of great notes. Um, it, it borrows melodically from 2016's Black Beatles, which was one of our picks that year for Song of the Summer. It's just mm-hmm. a very refreshing, interesting thing. One of our one of the rules that I, I always try to abide by here is I think of Song of the Summer like I would think of Summer Romance. You know, it's got to be fun and exciting, but it might just be a fling. So the, the love at first sight element, this song catches you right in the first three seconds, and then yeah. it really delivers. Um, and also... Her attitude, Lizzo's attitude, does not say to you that she sat in a record meeting talking about how can they get summer radio play in the suburbs this summer. She <laughs> doesn't care about this track. You know, it's like she's she's just being herself. She's delivering that. She is not, you know, she's not doing the kind of sweaty, embarrassing promo that Taylor Swift was doing last week by dropping a single in the middle of Pride Month that's covered in rainbows.
2: Yes. yeah 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 that's yeah and uh, to go off what Brandon is saying I love Lizzo I think uh, I think there's something for everyone in Lizzo uh, she has these uh, kind of poppy beats she uh, raps a little bit um, she has slower songs uh, and yeah and I'm really liking um, I don't know I just really love this uh, the I um, the popularity, the rising popularity of Lizzo. Um, I think, uh, going back to our comment on internet culture earlier, um, a lot of these uh, lyrics, which she actually did get criticized for, uh, are pulled from tweets that went viral. Hmm. Um, so, like, I just took a DNA test. Um those uh, those kinds of lyrics but I think it works really well and it suits her really well um, and I really love seeing this like amalgamation of internet culture and how it can directly affect uh, lyrics of songs that we hear on the radio I, okay. I
0: like I, the I internet did, culture part I of it I
1: just took a DNA test is that Elizabeth Warren's first contribution to the Hot uh, but I, I, the only point I'm gonna have to disagree with is I think that this is the exact
3: type of song that is made in a Records label and they're like okay Let's make a song that everyone can like I think that this is definitely something that almost Intentionally every group of and demographic of people could end up listening to and I don't like the song that much But it might it has that kind of song of the summer feel that you said that if I was in the song If I was in the car with my parents and this came on I'd have to listen to it because it's just so popular right yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I can see this being a, a defining song. Anyway, being the so- song that has a sound that we will remember from the summer of 2019. All right, we got to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to have to speed through our final segment here. <gasps> I should say today's show is produced by Kyone Wolf. Uh, She and I do this show together every year with no help from everybody else, kind of runs in the other direction uh, from this show. Tomorrow we're going to be back, assuming my cold doesn't kill me. I'll be back with the nose. We are going to see Toy Story 4 and talk about other stuff as well tomorrow in our cultural roundtable. Right now we're talking about the Song of the Summer with Brendan. I sound more like a disc jockey with this cold, you know? (laughs) know, We're talking more, we're going to be talking more about the Song of the Summer today with Brendan J. Sullivan, (laughs) Abby Govindan, and Sam Haddleman. So, um, we're going to play. So, see, this is the top song on Sam's list. Uh, it's by Da Baby, who did shoot somebody, but in self defense. Uh, and it's called "Sugar."
0: Who <laughs> oh, you a fool? It is.
1: Oh, Lord. Jesse made another one. Huh? Packing the mail it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just had a deal. I'm on. Yeah, yeah. Go where I want, Good. Good. Play if you want. Let's do it. Huh. I'm a young CEO. Sure. Yeah. 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 The first good play on my body. And uh, I just get my balance. I probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a new cap. You know that your hope told you that nigga crazy. Don't think that she lied to you. Get caught with your hope. I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Bobby and Whitney. Huh. Say I'm the goat, Act like I don't know. But f***ing I'm obviously winning. Don't make me go hit the bank. And take out. A- I have to tell you something. This is not going to be the song of the summer, but go ahead and make the argument.
3: Uh, yeah. yeah I, I, the only reason I think you're wrong is because the baby is the hottest star of 2019. Mm-hmm. Like, he has the braggadocious, oh, like, Aura of Tupac while having the music videos and kind of playfulness of the early Ludacris and Missy Elliott age And an an era where everyone kind of kind of draws up their image from social media and press releases and All these inauthentic things like the baby is a hundred percent authentic Everything about him that he presents to at least from what I've observed is real and people can smell that people can smell The authenticity on him and that's what really makes him the hottest artist of 2019.
1: All right Uh, quick reactions from New York
2: Uh, I gotta disagree. I, I'm sorry. I think that, um, I think that the song is really weak. I, um, I don't know. I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, uh, why is this even getting radio play? Like there, (laughs) there are a few songs, uh, that I feel that way about. There's one song um, that I just tried to look up, I couldn't find the name of it, but it's two people rapping over a trumpet. So like, uh, what earthquake did right? These people did wrong. And then that other song, Close Friends, which is <laughs> which is literally it just sounds like a he took one of his diary entries from when he was fourteen and like reads it out loud <laughs> over a beat. Um, well. And I, and I kind of grouped in this song with uh, those songs in that I think that. Uh, It's weaker. It's not really as memorable. When it comes on on the radio, I kind of change the station. Um, Not to discount anything you said about DaBaby. I think that he is uh, very, very hot right now, but I just don't think the song...
0: Well, here's the thing. Sam makes a good point about this, which I think Song of the Summer gets moved offline more than online like if you spend too much time on Twitter like a lot of us do you might think that that is how bands get discovered and where all that meme culture always becomes pop culture but that's really not the case and it's super not the case in the summer because imagine you're you're at the beach you put your phone down you get in the water you might hear some music but it's not because it's in a 15 second meme it's because you can groove to it in a group
1: all right. Very quickly, here we're going to play uh, one of uh, Abby's choices. It'll probably be the last song we play, and then we all have to kind of declare our sympathies. Uh, this is "Talk." This is the remix that she was talking about before. It's Khaled uh, featuring Meg The Stallion.
0: Over here let me speak to you baby talk to your body and teach you my language i know you used to these women that's timid see what i want then i get up and get it hey i know i get a little crazy Hmm, i need somebody to tame it hey he love my lingo i'm work like a free throw and when you done playing let me know i want you
3: to know now baby it could go down i don't want to talk about it baby let's just go down where you talking to me you gon' have to do me
0: Thank
1: I just want to say I really like the song I tried to talk uh, Abby into just uh, having it be the not the remix but the one that's been sitting on the charts but uh, say why you wanted to do the remix because you're edgy that's why uh-huh,
2: yeah you caught me no I am uh, I'm a slut for Megan the song. can I say slut on an idea I don't know uh, so I, I like how you say her. words and
1: then afterwards <laughs> you ask I
3: second that statement by the way <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah I love Megan the Stallion I love her energy I love her aura she's a fellow uh, H-Town hottie as she calls herself um, she her story uh it's just um it's so reminiscent of why we love rap like why rap caught on is she was just a college student um she would freestyle at parties and then eventually she got uh recognized um and uh, she got signed by a record deal and now uh she's i think she's 23 or 24 she's insanely young but she already has uh, a few top 100 hits i don't think she's quite hit top 10 yet um but she's going on up and and a lot of people are calling her the next nikki um which i would have to agree um i and i think that her voice is just so um Her voice and her energy and kind of her theme is just so in line with the summer, especially because uh, much like the City Girls, she did also create her own brand for the summer, which is Hot Girl Summer, which just like City Girl Summer, again, is just uh, making sure you're not tethered to anyone, living your best life.
1: All right, we're Uh, going to have to vote now. We're going to run out of the we don't. So uh, everybody's going to have to declare one song to rule them all, one song to bind them. Sam Hattleman, you go first. Uh, I think that the song of the summer
3: is going to be... Billy Eilish is bad guy.
1: All right, that's not, that's one. Let's go to the commissioner. Internet. Well, no, we should go. To, we should have the commissioner go ask. Um, so, Abby, what's your what's your final pick?
2: Um, I'm gonna stick by Cross Me.
1: Okay, Cross yeah. Me. Going with Ed, Ed Sheeran, uh, and Chance. Uh, all right, uh, Commissioner.
0: I'm giving it to Old Town Road. I Ooh. think they deserve it, and I think it's been a great year, and I think that the story and the, the people pressing play or pressing play for a reason but I think there's going to be huge staying power to Billie Eilish I think it'll just be like all about that bass you know it won't be overplayed it will have a strong life to it it will go all the way to the homecoming dance this year
1: so right now, Billy still has like one point two five votes. Yeah, I'm a rising. St- no, no, yeah I'm, her- yeah, I'm thinking. I'm voting to vote for Billy, so I'm tipping. I'm tipping it in Ooh. her onto her side. Billy Eilish uh, is uh, well, the not exactly consensus song in the summer. In fact, there's bitter divisions here. Uh, terrible, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible, bitter enemies divisions. were made today. Angry yeah. People. Abby just threw a chair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she said. She said at the beginning, I didn't come here to make friends, and uh, <laughs> that's the way it worked out. All right. Yeah, exactly. Thanks so much to uh, the commissioner, uh, Brendan J. Sullivan. Uh, and uh, to uh, Abby Govindan making an excellent debut. Sam Hattleman, uh is now a regular on the show, appears on the nose and stuff like that. And thanks to Kyle and Wolf for rounding up all this music. Billy, take us out in your gothy kind of weird way.
3: you don't say thank
1: you, oh
3: please, I do what I want when I'm wanting to my soul, so cynical. So you're a tough guy, like you're really
0: rough guy.
3: So even if you know that you don't own me I'll let you play the role I'll be your animal My mommy likes to sing along with me But she